Hello, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another part of a wonderful, wonderful series called My Dear Spiritual Child Letter. From me, not me, Pastor Deborah, but from me, Agape Love himself. This letter was written to me years and years ago. It was dictated from out of the realm of Agape Love himself, the Heavenly Father. He spoke to me as I studied about him. He wanted me to write a letter to you. And so I did. And this was the result. I wrote it out, printed it out, decorated each page, mailed it out to many people, gave it away. And then I even sent teddy bears with it. Let me show you what the teddy bear looked like that I sent with this letter. Here he is. I would buy this teddy bear. Lots and lots of them. From Walmart during Valentine's season. See, he's carrying a heart of love for you. And I would send this with this letter in written form. Thank you, Teddy. And now he's having me to read the letter to you right here on YouTube. Mm -hmm. On the Hidden Kingdoms channel and the Children's channel of the Hidden Kingdoms, entitled For Children of All Ages. So this is the letter. We have been working through it. We're now in part number 13. That's right. And that we are working through a section of the letter that was foundational and still is in Pastor Deborah's life and in prayer for healing and deliverance when I pray for you. It's Isaiah 61 and 62 of the authorized King James Bible, the holy book. That's all the word Bible means is book. These were the foundations that Pastor Deborah has stood on, is anointed for, to bring to you. These were the Father's heart's desires for you, his purposes for coming to find you. See, there you are, back there, hidden away in a kingdom of darkness, clouded over, eyes closed. Confusion all about you. That's you in the spirit. And this letter also dealt with the Father's prophetic words to you. Right out of Isaiah 61, which we're working through. We've gotten up to verse number two so far. We're going to pick up in this portion of the letter in verse number three. And we want to give. Pixabay, a big thank you. They have provided freely this motion video. Now, if you know some about anything about me, I don't use a green screen. So you'll see my hands sort of disappear. You'll see strange things happen around my hair. That's my background, my living room coming through. Yes, I'm in my living room 
physically, but spiritually. I'm out in the realm of the spirit talking to you, little one, your spirit. That's right. No matter where you are, what age you are, this letter is for you. Mm -hmm. And it's anointed to reach you. Even if your eyes are closed as this one, covered in all kinds of confusion and mist, got ancestors on the wall, clouded, eyes closed, can't even understand what you're hearing, surrounded by things that you don't know what they are. So I'm coming to you here and now. And we want to thank Zoom, for they are the format I'm recording in. Then I'll put it into a video editing program called Famora 9. So give all of these groups a big thank you. And give to YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn for providing a platform for this video to go on for you. I just put out a other one. A word of encouragement for children of all ages. A great revival among the children is happening right now. Millions and millions and millions of you are hearing this word, even as I speak it out today. And you're coming and being born again, coming up out of this ick, whatever it is. Confusion, darkness, fear, torment, vexation. You're coming out. You're hearing his words. The other night, millions and millions of spiritual ones came to the garden. They had heard this message. Even as I videotaped it, God doesn't waste anything I do. He anoints it all for his purposes, for his heart and his prophetic words. For he says, I only watch over my words and I only anoint my words to bring forth the fruit that I desire. Mm -hmm. So before we begin, part number 13, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that your love from before the world was even breathed out of you, in the very womb of your heart, you loved all of creation. You loved humanity, even knowing they were going to be separated from you, living like this in dishonor and grace and confusion and ignorance about you. Adversaries to you, you loved them still. And you desired them to be a part of your family. Returned home to the kingdom of heaven. And through these prophetic words that you spoke through Isaiah. Isaiah 61 and Isaiah 62. Your words in the fullness of time began to be fulfilled. And now, Father, we know that a great revival is happening right now throughout the children's world for a child 
has no age. Even adults, biologically, are as but a child to you. Father, we know this revival is going on because I've seen it and you have produced the fruit from your words. So, Father, help us today to know a little bit more about you and your heart for humanity, your love of every spirit that's inside of a dirt body. Oh, not those evil, wicked ones who are your spiritual adversaries in Satan's kingdom, not them. But we know you love the human spirit, the forever person, and you desire it to be with you in all of eternity, to come out of this and become a child of the light. So, Father, help us today as we read through verse 3 of Isaiah 61. Help us to see you and us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's begin. In part number 12 of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself, we had just finished up verse number two of Isaiah 61. I'll do a quick review of it. I'll read it to you before we start verse three. Verse two says that his words himself had been spiritually anointed to come down to the earth. We saw that in a little baby named Jesus the Christ. And on his birth out of a womb of a woman, angels came to shepherds and sang a song and said, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to all men to all of humanity. God was sending his answer. So the breach, the separation, the death could be accomplished and life could come forth and peace could reign between a father and his children. Verse two says that this child, this word of God made flesh came to spiritually Proclaim, announce, and decree, and preach the spiritually acceptable year, the age, the time of the Lord, and the spiritual time, the age of his spiritual vengeance of himself to spiritually comfort all that spiritually mourn. God was going to help us. We were in mourning, and many of you still are. Mm -hmm. I can see that all around the world in refugee camps, in religions that hurt you, will sell you off as a child bride. Those who are in wars and famine, killed because you're of a different sect, and you won't bow your knee, taken from your mother sold for sex to an older man, sold as property as slaves, sold into human trafficking, lied to, even in elementary school. You're easily programmed because the Bible tells us later on, as you train up a child, 
when he's a child. When he's an adult, he will not depart from that way. You're being programmed to think thoughts of hate, division, to look with your eyes at the skin color. Mm -hmm. There's much against you, little one. Even in the womb, there are people that choose the mother over you. They think you're not even a baby or a human, just a tissue of something to be rid of you, to dissolve you with a pill. And yet they don't want to take any precautions to get pregnant. The men don't want to do it either. They're pitting the mother against you, little one. Well, Pastor Deborah's going to be there in the womb when that happens. I will come to you. I will hold you in my arms as death is coming. We will not lose you. We will not lose you in infancy to anything. In childhood, young teens, young adults, God will not lose you. No matter if you are in this shape or not, we will come. When death is at your door, we will come. And when you are mourning because of your situation, your circumstances, and the only way to escape is to leave your body, disassociate from the, what's going on, become something else, we are there to help you. We are not left you alone. We are there. So that is the beginning, verse 2 of why this young baby named Christ Jesus was born. It was going to come to you, proclaim, decree, and prophesy to you who are mourning. This is you back here. Your eyes are closed. There's all kinds of confusion and colors and lights going on. There's all kinds of creatures around you. Yeah, in your thoughts, in your spirit, around you. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get to verse number three. God says to you in verse three, I have a spiritually appointed unto you, little one, those who live in dirt bodies, the forever person. You, little one, that's spiritually mourn, that you're forever person. It's mourning and crying for something you've lost, but you don't know what it is yet, but you're in mourning and grief over a loss that you have no name for, you have no true pictures about, no knowledge of. You're mourning in Zion, inside your deep spirit. That's Zion. Inside there, you're mourning, deep on the inside of you. This anointed word of freedom, healing, and deliverance has come to give unto you spiritual beauty, which is honor and glory for these spiritual ashes. For the grief of something you lost, become legend to you now. Maybe just science fiction, fairy tales, fables, a distant dream or memory. 
but yet something you know you're supposed to be, but you can't quite get it. So you watch the movies and love it when the Avengers beat the bad guys. The Superman and Superwomen beat the bad people. When the warriors rise up and save something. When good triumphs over evil. There's something inside of you that's mourning. You think, you believe, you want to believe that's you. You're an Avenger. You are a super person of some place, not of this earth. Memories, mist, legends. That's why you like to watch movies like The Matrix, fairy tales, Aesop's fable, Walt Disney, cartoons, even your games you play. Yes. There's something there that you're seeking and you know not what. You've lost something, honor and glory. You have now nothing but spiritual ashes, dishonor and defilement and no glory. And this is what you are in your thoughts. And your spirit is made up of this. There's no spiritual joy. Oh, you get it when you play a game and you win. Or you fight the enemies, the creatures through movies. Your soul has a little pleasure, but it doesn't change the spirit. There's no joy in you from agape love himself. There's no father that you can run to. All your fathers have been evil and wicked. And if you try to run, the chains are too heavy. The prison door is locked. You live in a spiritual world like this one of death with ancestors all around, fires, confusion, eyes are closed. Even your dreams are dark. You're attacked. You're fearful all the time. You're mourning, sweetie. You're grieving a loss. You know not what, he says. But these words have been spiritually anointed to help you who are spiritually mourning. For your losses of your spiritual beauty, your glory and life in agape love itself. You don't know who you used to be. You've wandered so far from the family out of the presence of love itself and joy and peace. You've left the spiritual kingdom called heaven. You are now in a kingdom of ignorance, slavery, and oppression. You belong to another. His name is Satan, the adversary of you and God and of love itself. You're mourning the loss of a guide, a mother, a helper, a comforter, 
a friend that could be with you. You're mourning the loss of something you know not what yet. You don't even know what truth is. You're afraid of the light. You're afraid if you reach too far, you'll be hurt. So all you can do is think. You can't talk to anybody about it. You can't reach for it. And you're afraid to think too much about it, even afraid to dream about it. So you cry even more trying to protect yourself. But there's no tears. There's only bits and pieces of thought as you're forced to do things spiritually that you don't want to do. For you now spiritually live in spiritual darkness. It's all around you. Oh, there's idols and pictures that you see faintly. There's things always around you. You're ignorant. You don't even know what these things are that are around you. You don't know what this confusion is. You don't know if you're asleep or awake. You're dreaming. If anything is real, but pain, rejection, slavery, you live alone, so you have to stay silent. You're mourning in silence. You live in the fear of death and spiritual separation from a loving heavenly father and his presence, love and joy and peace. But he found a way. He decided to come to you here on earth inside a little baby. He anointed the spirit of that little baby named Jesus with his powerful Holy Spirit from the kingdom of heaven. He became one of us to help us. And I'm here to tell you, there is hope. These prophetic words are telling us he is coming. And he has come. You don't wear the spiritual garments or the covering or the clothes of your spirit. A spiritual praise or righteousness or honor or dignity. You wear darkness. You wear clothes of dishonor and grief. You actually wear demonic spirits as your clothes. They are your covering. You don't even know that you even have a body most of the time. Somebody else is inside of you, using you for their purposes. You carry a spirit of heaviness, mourning, death, hopelessness. Your spirit carries that in thoughts and ideas and feelings. You carry deep and powerful grief for losses you know nothing of. You're in grief and mourning and carry hopelessness 
for your deep loneliness. You can't even stand up. When you do stand up, you're bent over. The spirit of heaviness is so heavy on you. It has you bent over. The shame and the grief that you carry has sapped all your strength. Some of you are crawling in the dirt. Some of you can't even move anymore. To even open your eye, you do not have the energy or the hope anymore. You're in great sadness over your losses you know nothing about. But you know something is not right with the world. And it's all around you. It's as if you were like Neo, plugged into a matrix you know nothing about. But I do. I'm like Morpheus, the god of your dreams. You know nothing of what is coming into you, what you're programmed with. But it's all around your spirit. There's such a lack of hope. A lack of knowledge and love in your life. Why is this so? Because there was an evil one named Satan who spoke to our ancestor named woman in a garden, deceived her with words, aroused her lust of the eyes of a fruit that was forbidden to be eaten. The lust of the appetites arose and the pride of life became alive in her thoughts. And she took, and she questioned the counsel and the commandments of her father, her creator, and even her husband, who was with her, Adam, the first son of God. She took from this tree she was not supposed to, and she took a bite. And she gave it to her husband, and he took a bite. And when he did, the Holy Spirit, the light of knowledge and truth and peace and joy and connection to this agape love left. And the spirit sunk down into the deep darkness of the soul to be covered, as you see here, with the veil of flesh, lust and pride which opened the door to the demonic spirits to come into the spirit, rule it and reign it, torture it and vex it. And there was nothing the heavenly father could do because he had gave all rulership to humanity. He gave us one order and we disobeyed. And he said, if you disobey, you will surely die. And die we do. Physically, our physical body dies. The earth dies, as you know. And our spirit has been separated spiritually like this from him. That is death. Spiritual death. But he found a way. He knew he would have to. He said, somebody's going to have to pay for their disobedience. 
So before you even were created or he breathed out into the vastness of nothingness, he made a deal with himself, his word, his offspring, that he would come pay your price, knowing you'd be separated into death from him. And this young man, this name, Christ Jesus, would pay the price, fulfill the judgment of the law on behalf of all of humanity. So you could be reconciled, redeemed back to the Father who loves you so much. You wouldn't come back in this shape. He would birth you anew through the blood of Christ, through his own thoughts, through the power of his Holy Spirit. This you would pass away into the sea of forgetfulness. And a new you, a glorious new you, would arise out of the soul. You would be given a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision. And you would come forth out of this. And these words of Isaiah 61 were prophesying this to us. The day was coming of the vengeance of the Lord upon this situation. Why was he going to do this? So that you, spirit man, the forever person in a dirt body, might spiritually be called and named and become a new spiritual creation, new in nature, have a new name, be brand new. And he would call you spiritual trees of his spiritual righteousness, salvation, his spiritual salvation. When he, when you accept him and say, help me, I want to be new in you. He would say then he would spiritually plant you back here on the planet called Earth. Or he may go ahead and take you like the little ones in the womb or little children whose bodies are destroyed by sickness and war and disease. And your spirit is born new through the belief in this Christ Jesus, the word of God, who came because of this prophecy in Isaiah 61. He said, you will be the spiritual planting of me, the Lord, the heavenly father, agape love himself, so that he himself might be spiritually in you now and bring his spirit, his Holy Spirit back to you that brings in truth and knowledge, joy and peace. And you would be glorified on earth as he is in heaven. And that was just verse 
Number three, amplified. God had me look them up, read them, ask him, what is he talking about? This was prophesied long before this young little baby came in a manger. Mm -hmm. That's right. He didn't live very long, only 33 years. But he accomplished everything that this God had set him to do. Now, Pastor Deborah is a carrier of him, the word of God, Christ Jesus himself. The Holy Spirit is coming to you. The words are anointed to you to tell you we've come to you and your morning where you are. Because there is no distance too great for him and Pastor Deborah to travel to reach you, even in this condition. With your eyes closed, in a deep trance. Living in great fear. Isaiah 61 verse 3 tells us, we know you're mourning. We know you're in grief. We know. And we have come. And when we come, we want you to invite us to be a part of your life. You don't have to do much. Just nod your head. Think a thought. Even if you're in a trance or you have multiple personalities. Even if one of them says yes, we will take that for all. And then the wonderful work of bringing hope back to you. A great revival will happen. You will come alive again. And you'll be in his presence and you will want to go to the garden. It is a beautiful place. So verse three is the prophetic words to you. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that you spoke and decreed as a king, mighty one, your words. You said you only fulfill your words and watch over your words. So Father, all those who are here today, Fulfill your words of Isaiah 61 and 62 in their life. Today, this hour, this minute, help them to want you, to receive you, to become birthed anew, a new creature in you, a child of the light. And let this old them, be nothing but a memory and let it become a legend and a myth and help them to become planted, whether it's in heaven or here on earth, to help reach back and to glorify you as the mighty one for all these little ones in the shadow of death or grieving and mourning wearing clothes of dishonor and shame. Father, let your name be raised up high on earth. Let your revival in the darkness continue. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, I'll see you in the next My Dear Spiritual Child letter, where we're still going to work through Isaiah 61. We'll pick up in verse 4. 
Mm -hmm. So I'll see you then. Bye.